0: Hey, it's Sage, and I'm Deshawn. And welcome to
1: another special episode of Unbinding, Unbinding the, the Binary. Binary. A visual podcast where we get transparent about life, art, love, gender, as you will see, so much more.
0: <laughs> so much more, you don't even know. You don't even know. <laughs> I mean, but we got to start for you. But uh, we have an incredible artist who we both just fall in love with, um, who goes by the name of Leone. And when I tell you y'all are so in for a treat, it's going to be incredible. So sit back, relax about to get real
1: and lovely and live and just all the wonderful things. Mm, So deep, so sweet. Mm -hmm. So without further ado, we want to announce their first
2: more for my rainy days, I hang on to it. If-
0: The Oracle Shop is a metaphysical boutique located in the heart of Bushwick, Brooklyn. This shop features beautiful and energizing products for the home, body, and soul, including crystals and minerals, as well as ceremonial and spiritual cleansing supplies, jewelry, oracle cards, tarot cards, books, candles, and more. Come visit us at The Oracle Shop, located at 164 Wilson, Brooklyn, New York, One, one, two, three, seven. And we are back. Yes. (laughs) Um, I am so, we are so excited, actually, to have this next guest on. Um, I saw this person perform, and I love their artistry. I love what they did. I was so moved, and I knew I had to have them as a guest on our show. And we talked about it, and it was just like, Easy peasy, and they are here with us today, very excited Aww. to have the beautiful and incredible
3: yeah. Leonie. Hi. Hi. <laughs> hey, thank you for having me, guys. No, thank course. you for being here. I honestly am really, like, happy to be here. The second you told me that you were creating something like this, I was like, the second we met also, I was like, it felt right to kind of do this.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and here we are. <laughs> here we are. So just to start everything off right, we always like to ask, "What are your pronouns, and what do you like to go by?" Um,
3: I mean, I always say like whatever said respectfully, so like he, she, they, them. As long as it's said uh, nicely,
1: I don't really take anything too personally. Yes, yeah, with respect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so always. Whatever, whatever's clever, yes. whatever is clever. fits the moment. Yeah. Um, Which leads me to our first question. So we noticed that Leonie Mm -hmm. is a stage name. Where does it come from? And what inspired you to change it from Richie B? So funny story is um,
3: Richie B was kind of like an accidental name because at the time I was on Facebook as Richard Leonie, like my first and last name. And then I was applying for jobs and someone was like, It's probably not smart to kinda have your your full name just because like if you're post I was in college, like high school, like getting crazy with people and so I was like, I don't want I don't want anything. <laughs> the red cups. I don't want around. anyone to look for me and like see me like fucking like taking like beer boxes and shit like that, so I uh, I changed it to Richie B because my middle name is actually Viasted. Oh, I'm Italian and Cuban. Ooh. And oh, so I chose to like. Uh, use B Richie B, but I just put two E's at the end for whatever reason, and that hmm. shit stuck hard. <laughs> so I've just been kind of like going uh, with that f- since since like high school. Um and then recently I uh Leone came from well Leone is my last name. But I decided that I wanted to go by Leone uh for this project because it's like a really personal one for me and uh I lost my father 5 years ago to stage 4 mm-hmm. cancer uh lung cancer and um when I um, decided to do this project, I really wanted to kind of be able to pay homage to like him and have like his last name like live on through me and through my art because he was like my biggest fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so uh, I chose to
1: go by Leonie yeah here we are and honor him right Yeah. family name absolutely I he was that. also like
3: he really like was the is the reason that I am the artist I am today <coughs> um he was the one that took me to karaoke like two days a week like wow. being wow. Like putting me on a stage being like if this is what you want to do with your life you have to know how to have stage presence and be on a stage and not be nervous and and he would like, we'd be in the car and he would be playing me like Barbara Streisand and like Frank Sinatra and Whitney Houston and he would like pause it and he'd be like rewind, he'd rewind it and then he'd be like listen to the pain in her voice, listen to the way that she is speaking this line like when you are singing you need to be able to connect you need to believe the things that you're saying. So like in many ways he like trained me. And so when I lost him I I felt like um, yeah, I just wanna do
0: right by him.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Was well, beautiful. Yeah. And, and Having heard the album, you did right by him. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you definitely did right by him, one hundred percent. Thank you. Um, it actually leads me to my next question. You know, outside of your father, what other artists have influenced you and in your sound, and 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 where do you pull that from?
3: It's interesting because I don't feel like I'm like making music that I necessarily probably am influenced from but I, I, I most likely am subconsciously but my first love was Whitney Houston mm. Mm. my first love was Whitney Houston and so I always bring her up first because she is like the first artist that I fell in love with and like mm-hmm. obsessed over um, and that's kind of been my whole life. I've gone through like chapters of like becoming obsessed with like a specific artist, mm-hmm. um, replaying songs over and over again. Like it, and I think at this point in my life, I'm influenced by um, conviction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: It has to be believable, right? Yeah, yeah. like, Mm -hmm. I'm
3: influenced by that, like, our the music uh, community in Brooklyn, especially like, my friends that are also in bands and making music, and you can just see, like, the passion and the and, and the everyone kind of, like, spills their whole heart out so for me, that is, like, kind of what influences me is, like, just being able to um
0: Go there. Mm. 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 And that takes a lot of, like, courage to be able to just even put yourself in that space to go there, you know?
3: That's the thing. It's like, I, um, at, I'm at this point in my life where I'm just like, and I think the pandemic probably did it a lot to me, too. But um, where I, this is such a cliched. thing. Thing to say, but the truth is, like this is like our one moment, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't want to live my life holding things back or or not saying what I mean, and um, I just don't want to live a life with any sort of like
0: regret. Speak, <laughs> you know? Yeah, one hundred. So Leone
3: is just like. It's my last name. It's who I am behind closed doors. This is me stripped when no one's around. This is, this is, and that's why I think I was like so nervous coming here because it's my first interview for this upcoming EP. It's my first time having to talk about these things mm-hmm. and reflect and think about kind of the process for me. And I um, It's a scary thing. You know? Yeah talking about it, you know, because mm-hmm. I think in many ways, I, when I wrote this, I, um, like blacked out in a weird way, mm-hmm. and now I'm like processing, mm-hmm. if that makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm. Reflecting, right?
0: Yeah. 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 I think that's part of the gift, too, It like, when you have those, Blackout moments and like the words and the music just kind of flows out of you and you don't even realize what you're saying. You're just like, oh, this is like coming out and you go back. I think that's that's the magic. Like that's that that's the truth. That is my favorite part about yeah.
3: song. And you two are also uh, <coughs> songwriters <laughs> <laughs> yes. as well. So yes. you get it. It's yeah. Like, yeah. There has to be. Someone said this once to me at a bar. My first time doing shrooms, <laughs> <laughs> and it like. <laughs> it was so intense for me he looked at me and i was talking about my music this was when i was with my old band and
1: uh
3: he looked at me and he goes you're a conduit mm. Mm,
1: a vessel mm. yeah
3: and that like stuck with me in many ways that's what you have to be in order to like really like write. Is like let go of any sort of ideas of of what you are trying to sound like, or Mm. it just has to Mm -hmm. be like this like organic. And I think that's my favorite part about songwriting Mm -hmm. is just like trusting that the universe will kind of like give me a message. Mm
1: -hmm. And yeah, we got a chance to, we're blessed to preview the album. And I have to say that that is definitely something that's very prevalent Mm -hmm. in all of the songs I was telling you earlier and how consistent the sound is throughout all of it. and so. Thank you. Um, I'm so glad that you mentioned your former band because it leads me to the next question. So we know, you know, you were previously in a glam rock band. Yeah. How has that experience influenced you as a solo artist specifically?
3: I think so. I was in a glam rock band called uh, Dietra. and I, the way that Dietra kind of came about was um, I was working with my producer. Um, I had met my producer around that time, Peter Savitt, who also, uh, produced Leone, mm. mm. um, as well as Dietra And I walked into the studio and I originally was like making like pop music. Mm. And, uh, then my dad got diagnosed around that time. And I remember feeling like angry and I remember going into the studio and being like I think I want to make rock music Mm
0: -hmm.
3: I never listened to rock music really growing up I want to just I don't know I just want to I want to try and just fucking do it
1: Mm -hmm.
3: I had all this like fire in me and all of this like kind of and then as the as we were writing and stuff my dad ended up passing away like six months into the writing it's okay you know I really wouldn't be like the person I am and that's why I feel like Deetra is like was so big and like actually making me the performer that I am today because I really did let go and it was my first time putting on a pair of heels I remember like Mm -hmm. just being like having this like rebellion inside of me and being like I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I wanna do yeah and and so Detroit was really beautiful for me because P- Peter, my producer, at the time, he was like, we're not going to be sad. You're going to like, you're going to, he really like helped me kind of, just like kind of like use the sadness and create this music that was very like empowering and very like, you got, mm. I'm, feeling fucking sexy tonight I'm going out like it let me kind of it helped me kind of like heal but also at the same time I I um and in many ways it, it is the reason why I'm the performer also that I am today it helped me find my rock kind of mm. voice mm-hmm. I found my voice through Dietra. wow wow growing up listening to pop and very polished things and then and then making rock music I like the inflections in my voice I wasn't scared to scream I wasn't afraid to like sound ugly like Mm, I allowed myself to just like come from this like pure like uh, emotion yeah and allowing like yeah so and then and then that's what led me to Leonie when the pandemic happened we we're still gonna make music eventually I'm Mm. I'm never gonna cut that off Peter's like literally my like my music um, soulmate in many ways mm-hmm. like he he understands my language he he understands what I'm going for cause being in a studio also I'm sure that you know it's like you have to be able to communicate <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and, that's yes. it, and it's hard to find that Ooh. in a producer and that's what I was gonna say that it's mm-hmm. like a whole nother fucking thing
0: yeah like yeah. being able
3: to be like this is what I'm hearing like there's so many times where I'm like like making noises that I don't even like <laughs> <Yeah>. want to hear <laughs> right. in the song. Right. And he's like, I know what you're trying to Yeah, say, you know, it like yeah. turns into that.
1: So would you say that in a way, other than him being just a producer, he was almost like a therapist for you at mm. times as well? I have said
3: to him this before and I mean it because I feel like he kind of like took my dad's place in a weird way not that Mm. my dad's place could ever be taken but I didn't like with family I I didn't have like as much support as I thought I did and then when my dad passed I realized how I don't don't really feel like I have that many people Mm. I don't know I think that my family loves me and I think that they believe in me, but my dad just was, like, my number one fan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, and Pete, like, is, like, he's just, like, there, you know? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. the cheerleader, right? And yeah. Somebody cheering you on. Yeah, and he also,
3: like, it's so nice, like, to just be surrounded by people that, are also passionate, and I'm like coming in. and meeting you guys. Like I'm. It's just you're. You kind of the universe is like kind of pulling people into my life because I. I think because it is genuinely who
0: we are, mm-hmm. so in turn we attract. You like giving me goosebumps. I you know you I'm <laughs> <scared laughs> here. <them>. I'm so here. <laughs> <hard. laughs> That's why if, I, if I'm quiet,
1: like <laughs> too quiet, it's because I'm. I'm just. I'm being pulled there with you, mm-hmm. and I think the album itself you did a really good job with taking us to this place of a pain and grief but then transmuting that into something healing and empowering so kudos to you yeah you know, it wasn't intentional no. I, that's but that's but the, that <laughs> that's that's the best part yeah, the I'm and, now, yeah. it's like, and then
3: i like my first time like like you were there for one of the first few times like leone just started this summer i just started playing in may no what okay
0: yes okay so I, <laughs> be, I have to touch on that yeah because so i make this very quick um for my birthday this past summer um i went to see two performers that were on the same bill that i love and I was very excited. I had no idea what I was going to. I just thought I was going to see my two performers and gay birthday for me. And I walk into this show, and it is a queer original artist review called Legion. And I was blown away like, blown away in a way I hadn't felt in a very long time I had never been in a space of queer artists doing original music that was like just them I mean in mm-hmm. all of their just queer glory oh my gosh it's and get oh we don't and and the thing about your performance in particular that really like just had me so captivated because like you were there with your guitar heels tank top it was just so stripped but you were just so you and so comfortable and so i was so inspired i left i honestly like i have to credit that experience and 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 by the way legion was i found out at the show leone's show so made even better like produced it that was that was his whole thing Mm -hmm. but i have to credit you for giving me like a push and a green light to even like try any like musically artistic anything because I had shut you know that that down story for another day. I will
2: say though
3: (laughs) this one was like
0: up front and
3: center (laughs) you were looking for that green light oh you were open to receiving that message and you received it and it was you were,
0: it's a give and take. Right Ooh, in the front. You know? Right in the front. I I, I left that event, and it, it 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 put me on a path. Like it changed my life. Honestly, I, I can I know that sounds corny. And I'm and I'm I'm one to always be like, oh my god, it changed my life. But things really do. Like I feel stuff that deep. And stuff really does change my life that way. But I will never forget that. It was so. I will never forget that. And it really really changed everything. And so to hear you say that. You as Leone had just started, and that performance was—I, I, I—yeah. I yeah. and thank, thank you, thank you for listening, thank you for tapping in, thank you for understanding what you had to do because these are the moments where, yeah, you are a vessel because. I had no idea what I was coming to, and that literally changed the entire mm-hmm. direction of where I was at my and within my own artistic space. Mm-hmm. So thank you so so much, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Honestly, oh, thank so... you. Seriously, oh no, I, you. honey, we got to somewhere. Let it out. We got this Seriously, <laughs> yeah. Like cry, babe. It just—it's like really to hear you sit here and say that. That just—I—I would have—I would have never. No, met it's Everything it really is
3: everything is like really raw for me right now wow this is all new stuff and this is all like the beginning um and so yeah i mean these performances and stuff and also like i i had this like thing in my mind because i'm like what do i like want to wear on stage like with this, with these songs and this music and stuff mm. and like in my mind I was like I really want to come out like in a sexy outfit and let you see that and be like oh this is gonna be fucking hot and then sing my saddest song first <laughs> and just like hit you in the face with it. I wanted it to be that because I feel like we are so quick to judge based on appearance, mm-hmm. and I really wanted to kind of translate that in my own like way.
0: Mission accomplished. Thank you. Mission <laughs> accomplished. I mean, I could still sing
3: sexy songs, but <laughs> she's there. Right. But right now, she's just dying in. She's diving She's into the deep. Diving into the deep,
0: She's there. That's how you find the healing, you yeah, know? Yeah, I'm here, yeah. So what style or genre of rock would you say your sound is now? Because it definitely especially now hearing a little bit of your your background and a more of your influence i can hear some of the pop influence there yeah. um and and how you deliver it for sure yeah but it definitely has a a, a edge to it that does have some like a little yeah. bit of a, a rock vibe to it so what john yeah, you, you could have fooled me if okay. it
3: rock
1: wasn't your original genre. yeah it just comes so naturally
3: thank know. you yeah. thank you um i mean i'm saying it's like pop rock alternative but i also don't want to like make role, like Mm -hmm. put myself inside Mm -hmm. of a box. I don't Mm want to live in this binary world. I want to leave myself open to, to explore and try different things. So I want to make rock. I want to, I want to do a dance album eventually. Like I want to do, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I want to like, I'm not like trying to put myself inside of a box. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to like honor where I'm at emotionally. And right now emotionally I'm, I'm pop rock alternative has a ethereal sounds to it um going back to influences really quick mm-hmm. i'm realizing like i guess my like rock when i do it in quotes that's kind of fucked up to say to do it like that but like avril lavigne oh ashley simpson yes. i was like obsessed with them growing up too
1: mm-hmm. like pop rock Yes. The it's same, like, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're gonna, yeah. We're gonna sit down and write. So yeah, yes. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bring it out of me too. Uh huh. like for life. It's
3: interesting, like it, like being at this point where interviews are so cool for mm-hmm. me because it's like I don't even think about these things. It forces me to actually reflect. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't always. Do that. I'm just like living in it, yeah. you know. So when you reflect, and it's like, oh fuck, actually, that is there, or that's always been there, and
1: yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, it's yeah. incredible. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we're getting ready to go for a little break. Okay. And then when we come back, we'll have we'll have a lot more, at Leonie. That's what we'll have. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be right back.
0: The Fine Print by two-time glam award-winning artist The Dragon Sisters. Available now.
1: Hey
0: that's what I do, it's my it's in the name. The new single by Ice Available now for download on Spotify. Monochrome Colors. The new single from Leone. Available now everywhere music is streamed. And we are back with
1: the one and only Liam. Hi. Hi. (laughs) So, talking a little bit more about the album, it feels like a journey through the stages of grief. So, was this process one of healing, or would you say you felt like you had to push through to gain that? Um,
3: It's kind of a difficult question to answer, because I think that I was grieving the whole time while writing it, but maybe I didn't. Realize that I was grieving. I was mm-hmm. grieving my relationship that was Rocky that I was currently in That I was like living in the same space with my ex and um, I feel like I am Still like grieving that to an extent mm-hmm. um but through like letting it out and talking about it like i am healing mm-hmm. so so healing will always come from and that's also why i think like my whole life when i when i write by myself when i have like written by myself things i've always i've always i tend to be darker as an artist, like, I, I've i gotten to the point in my life where I accept that I'm kind of a sad person. But when I say sad, I don't mean it in a way that is, like... I think that ultimately, like, I strive to feel things so intensely. And because I know that... I feel like through sadness, I actually... Become closer to connecting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it is actually like when I'm broken that I actually feel I let it out and then I like feel like that heals me Mm -hmm. in a way. So I'm not afraid of it. Mm -hmm. I think that's why I'm like so easy to go there all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know if that answers the question. No, no, it does. And <laughs> and
0: honestly, like I it's it's very relatable. I think, you know, I, I know you're a cancer. <laughs> so water signs, honey, we yeah. feel everything yeah. above, beyond, oh, and goodness. all and through. Oh,
1: okay. So I understand yeah.
0: what you mean by that because there is there is a certain truth to that darkness that you tap into that. Even though it seems dark, if you will, I just think it's like the tr- it's just the truth. And I think a lot of times we will, you know, color over that because we want to, you know, be happy, color rainbows and That's shit all amazing. the time. Also, yeah, yeah. Just sometimes you just gotta go to the depths to get <laughs> to get the healing that you actually need. And you also, know?
3: I feel like I mean, I create. I wrote these songs first and foremost for me because it is my story, right? Mm -hmm. But I also like really wanted to create something like for us Mm -hmm. that was like not afraid to go there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like we don't talk enough about it with each other, like who we are behind closed doors, the depression that we feel, love lost, Mm -hmm. mourning. Mm -hmm. Dating is not easy, bitch, being a (laughs) queer, human <laughs> especially in the city you know yeah, what I'm saying and yeah. like like heartbreak happens every fucking day in a weird way I fall in love every day yeah. I fucking like it, everything is so kind of extreme and so I really like try to articulate just the truth of of it all I really want to just show how human we are mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat>
2: Yeah.
0: Also, <laughs> that is so important. That is so important. That yes. gets skipped over so much, especially in like I I feel like with today's music. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah like especially today's music. Everything is just you know, and, and in no shade. You know, I'm all about sex positivity. <laughs> all about it. Yeah, there's but I, nothing
3: wrong with that. E- at yeah. Level.
0: Like, I, just, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just
3: agreeing with you. I <laughs> <thinking about it. laughs> yeah.
0: No, I just I I just feel that you know sometimes especially as we're getting older and like you know i guess a lot of that part of our lives is starting to like taper off where we're starting to kind of like settle into ourselves and and understand who we are as emotional beings and i feel like there's this over sexualization that happens in music that just skips over like the emotion like yeah like yes we can you know get it popping in the bed and the sheets and do all the freaky things all day yeah. but where is the vulnerability after that or or before that or in the moment or or you know when things are not so great Mm -hmm. and i want to just talk about that like this is the stuff that really is hitting my heart like this fell apart and i'm devastated it's supposed to like you know it's it's like i don't want to hear the song about the makeup sex actually because that's not helping me i want to hear the song about how you got through the breakup you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and that's what you present 100 you know in, in your album honestly thank you yeah I'm that actually leads me to the next (laughs) question uh, which is about uh talk to me and back to you off the album which you know having been through those experiences myself were like some of the most um, vulnerable lyrics in the album and as I was listening to the songs I wondered like how were you able to tap into this space to give such truth and, and it made me wonder like did this were you writing these as this was happening or were you writing this after because yeah. I mean especially back to you had me sitting and I had to sit for a minute like whew, I know this all too well so
3: you know what's interesting is um, for back to you specifically I wasn't necessarily writing that about my story at the time uh. I had actually had a phone conversation with a friend that was also living with his partner during the pandemic, and they ended up deciding to call it quits, and they broke up, and I was talking to him about everything afterwards, and I was asking him how he's holding up, and he was like, I'm not doing okay. I wanna like write him this email telling him like, that I miss him and that I, I want him back. And uh, I had been playing around with this riff for a while uh, and then I got off the phone with him and back to you kind of just poured out and my way of kind of processing that or like the story that I was trying to tell was I wanted to write the email or the letter or the, or the letter that he would have written to his partner that he did not know what to say. So I kind of put myself in his shoes for that. So back to you is, but it's interesting, it's like time is like not linear, right? It's Mm -hmm. like what meant something to me then doesn't mean the same to me now. Back to you has a completely different meaning to me now. Mm -hmm. Because I'm living that currently, you know? Mm So interesting yeah. how song music especially and lyrics like hit you at different times, you know. Mm-hmm. For Talk to Me, I was living it.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And I was living the same day every day. I had decided to move to Asbury Park when the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. And with a with my partner at the time that I've known since I was like 18 years old. So we kind of grew up together. So in my mind, I was like, this is it for me. Like, I'm gonna be with him forever. Like, I want to take that next step. Now's the time to do it. Like, I, I know I want to come back to New York, but let's have some time away and, and kind of recenter ourselves, live on a beach for a year, have a moment where we could kind of just grow our relationship since the pandemic's happening and stuff. So we chose Asbury Park. I didn't realize how lonely it was gonna actually be, living the same day, day in and day out, not working, not having any of my friends there, not playing any shows. I questioned if I was gonna ever be able to make music, be be a musician again. I, I was like legit depressed. And he was still working full time. And so every day, I was living the same day over and over, he'd wake up in the morning, go to work, come back at 5, we'd get ready to go to the gym, we'd go to the gym, we'd come back, I'd cook us dinner, we'd watch a couple of episodes of something, he'd go to bed, we'd wake up, and I am a creature of spontaneity. Mm. I yeah. <laughs> I cannot yeah. live the same day twice. Like I brown hat day oof. every day, Ugh, over and over my, again. Yeah. It was insane, and I felt like we weren't talking to each other at one point about how crazy things were, and and also he had a a lot of demons, and I don't want to put his shit on blast or anything, so I'll just keep it super light. But I would write him these letters saying that I know that that you battle with a lot. And I just want you to know, like, I see that you're trying, Mm. you know? And he would post them up and by his bed, he'd put like the letters and stuff like by his bed. So mark the letters that you read, post them 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 up so you don't forget. Mark the letters that I wrote because I just want you to know that I know that you never want to talk about it. Yeah. Wow. So Ooh. when I wrote that song. <laughs> okay. So when I, wrote, when I wrote it, I was, I didn't even realize how sad I was. It came, Talk To Me came out like genuinely like, This the thing is like when I write some of these songs, like when I, I know it's good when I just break down in the middle of it a lyric comes out and it just smacks me in the face. And talk to me was that where I was sitting on the floor, my pedal, and I was like learning about it, I'm tapping the tapping the harmonizer that I work with, just tapping that, singing on the floor, pulled the mic down, and I was playing with with, and then the chorus came out with the harmonies and stuff, and I just like broke down and I realized we're not talking to one another. I'm living this life day in and day out.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's okay. okay.
3: No, it's okay, honey. And So I, wrote wrote this song with the hopes of I'm gonna present to him, and and things will be better. So I came home from work, he came home from work, and I was like, I have a song I want to play for you. And I played it for him. And he said he liked it, but I feel like he didn't actually hear it. And so talk to me, it's like this cry out of like, there's something, there's something I want to be closer to you, but ultimately, I don't think you can I feel like you can't go there with me
2: mm-hmm.
3: yeah I'm gonna be shooting uh, the music video for talk to me actually within a couple of weeks and I'm Ooh. gonna literally be reliving that environment wow. I think wow. yeah I really want to just like paint the picture of what that was yeah. Talk To Me is like, I think probably the hardest song on the album,
1: mm. mm-hmm. yeah. It's one of the most beautiful. Yeah, things. thank you. You can, you can feel that, but this is what it's all about, right? It's like now transforming, even though this is for your audience, you know, to hear it, to enjoy it, but it's, it's also, it'll be healing for you too, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. To put yes, yourself through The thing is back. like
3: seeing the tears in other people's eyes. Yeah. Everyone is so connected, and it's like almost like I wrote Talk To Me so I could be seen, mm. and he didn't see me, but now I'm singing Talk To Me To People, and they're seen. And there's like so much power in
0: That's the first song I actually heard you perform at yeah. the show. You, I, I remember like it was yesterday, and you were there, and, and you said like I, I wrote this song and you started and you actually cried during that performance and it I I literally gasped like I was just like I I was just frozen and it, hearing the backstory now and, and understanding this song even more it truly resonates um, and and I would just encourage you to in this process just to continue to transmute that into the healing that you need to for the closure, you know, because I those spaces are very painful and it is hard to, as an artist, always tap back into that space to have to perform these songs again and relive these yeah. moments, but to, mm-hmm. to, but learning how to take that and find the strength in that yeah. to say that, like, I took this, this time and this pain, and not only did I turn it into something beautiful, but I also turned it into healing for myself and for other people, and I created something that, is so much bigger than this moment, and even though this moment may have brought pain, what it's what it has done for what it will do and has done for the people who have heard it and the people that will hurt it is so much bigger yeah you know and allowing yourself and I thank you for allowing yourself to be that vessel to work that through because a lot of people wouldn't be able to do that and it's a true testament to your artistry and yeah. how and how passionate and, and genuine you are about what you do yeah. you know and I, I, I thank you. Honestly, I, I thank you because it's it's one of the most beautiful songs on the album. I mean, the whole album is beautiful, but Yeah and that if I'm not mistaken, those two are like back to back too, aren't right? like It's yeah. like that whole moment of the album had me like okay, yeah. you know. So yeah, I just
3: yeah. I mean, it, I I really am. My life is all I think about is being an artist and being a storyteller. And I'm always creating in my mind. And it's interesting. It's like, with all the questions that are being asked and stuff, like it really does make you reflect. And like, I was thinking about that moment. I remember the moment that I knew that I wanted to be a musician. And my dad had taken me to see a live band uh, for the first time. And they surprised my ass without me knowing. My dad was like, "You're gonna sing a song with them." The song that I normally do at karaoke. So at that time, I was doing "Baby One More Time."
1: (laughs) I think everyone has done it in their life and done a little impromptu Britney (laughs) moment. So I I got on the stage, and this whole full band played behind
3: me. Baby one more time, and I sang it, and I just remember the sound and the feeling. Mm-hmm. Feeling it in your chest, like, through your feet, like, the energy that go mm. that it was. I'm like, this is not karaoke, bitch. This is, like, <laughs> this, <laughs> oh, this yeah. is it. Yeah. This is, like, what it is. Yeah. This is, like, and I remember, like, my dad and I going back to the car, and we shut the doors, and I immediately, like, broke. Mm. Broke down, hysterically crying and I was like, the feeling that I had was so overwhelming at such a young age, like 13, 14. It was like, and at that time I wasn't connected to like Mm -hmm. my third eye and, and, and a conduit and messages that are given to you but that was the first time where I felt like I got like a message mm. and I was like this is like why I'm here mm. It's to like mm-hmm. make art and since that day I've been manifesting in my mind every single fucking day since 14 just like painting the picture of who I am gonna be mm. and I feel like I'm like there mm. finally mm. yeah Actually. Yeah. It's it's really cool. Yeah. I'm like at the point where I'm just able to like be acknowledged as an artist first and
1: foremost. That's all I've ever wanted. Yes. Mm-hmm. I just want people to see me as an artist, you know. And that's why we we do this on Unbinding the Binary and Inviting, you know, queer, trans and non binary artists on because we know first and foremost for ourselves that oftentimes we don't get the recognition and appreciation you know that we should yeah and so um, going back to those colors in your mind I want to ask you so what is the concept behind the single your first single that's going to be off the album Monochrome Colors the colors of your mind bitch you <laughs>
2: leaned into that question <laughs> I love that
3: um, so Monochrome Colors um, when when writing it I had just moved uh, to Asbury Park and just started really playing with the guitar. It was one of the first songs that I wrote off of the album. And uh, the first verse was kind of speaking about just the, uh, reflecting again, realizing because sometimes I don't even realize what I'm doing as a writer, it just comes out and then you reflect and you're like, oh shit, okay. So I had written these two verses and in the first verse I didn't realize that I was speaking on time as, uh, in like shorter kinds of, uh, time in, in short term. Mm-hmm. The second verse I chose to take, so the first verse is like, Time to tell me the truth. Did you not care for me the way that I cared for you? Time spits in my face, it doesn't care what we had, it was all just a big mistake. Just like very kind of small, like these are things that we deal with every day. And then the second verse I'm speaking on, time in the driver's seat, isn't it weird to think that this is the youngest we'll ever be? It becomes this whole thing of like, what actually life is about, and how important it is to not take things for granted. And I thought more about my dad actually for the second verse, mm-hmm. where it was like, um, uh, "Isn't it weird to think this is youngest we'll ever be?" Time. Um, bitch, I'm forgetting my lyrics. Yeah, it's okay. It. All yeah. the greats oh, do okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> all, I'm like, okay. I'm always like, how does Mariah remember all this time? <laughs> oh, <I gotta laughs> sing it. No, but it but and then the thing is i so i just wrote these verses and i didn't write a chorus i knew what the chorus melody was Mm -hmm. but i had actually gone to sleep one night and in my dreams i was singing monochrome colors
2: monochrome colors
3: that was where the syllables were landing in, in my dream and i was like i woke up and i was like bitch, I've never used the word monochrome. I've never even said the word monochrome. I'm like, I just need to confirm what the fuck, (laughs) what is, what do monochrome colors look like? Yeah. And monochrome colors is just like different shades of the same color or lacking in color.
2: Mm. And
3: I just found it interesting uh, that I was writing about time and how things go on. We we we, um we're slowly dying Mm. (laughs) um but there's so it is kind of dark actually Mm -hmm. um yeah like burning confetti in the air confetti's colorful i watch as our colors disappear um monochrome colors in the air monochrome colors falling everywhere monochrome colors ashes and all like burning up yeah Baby, you're (laughs) right. Okay. We're right, slowly. Yeah, it's, it, it, and and I really feel like it wasn't even me. Like, I don't, a lot of these, I'm just like, my guides are like,
1: you need this. But that's that thing of being Mm -hmm. a conduit, right? Like, we oftentimes have to remember that, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't come from us it's a mess, you're the messenger, Yeah, you know, Yeah, mm-hmm. and using your life as kind of like, and your experiences as that landscape yeah. to push it through, mm-hmm. because, I mean, I, I was blessed enough as well to see the video, which is absolutely phenomenal, mm-hmm. Thank absolutely you. phenomenal, oh, yeah. and I love the nostalgia of it, and so if you want to talk a little bit about it before we get to see.
3: Yeah, I just, I really wanted to, um, mm-hmm show, paint the dichotomy between having it all and then losing it all. So, so it goes from like this kind of thing that like being in a relationship, you know, so it's choose between a relationship that, that has it all. And then as time goes on, you lose, there's a disconnect that happens. And I also wanted to kind of paint the story of what I recently went through and how things changed over time. And, but I also, first and foremost, wanted the first single, the first music video to be for my dad. Mm. Be like, this is for you. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this for you. And, uh, and so I wanted to have childhood memories. of, And I wanted to be watching my own childhood memories. So for the first time in years, if not ever, I like went through VHS tapes Aww. and I was going through and.
1: What a blessing to have that. I
3: know, yeah. it to was really that. cool. And it was like seeing my dad and and me as a kid, me as, with my siblings, the way that we were when we were kids. and And it is so heartbreaking sometimes because I feel like there is a closeness between my family, but there's also Times when we aren't, mm-hmm. and it was weird to see just like the family unit, and then like feel how I feel now, like after my dad passed, it just like, and that's why I think that, yeah, because so things, <clears throat> things change, so right? Yeah, things change, yeah. and like they do. So yeah, that's what monochrome colors is. Wow. wow. So with that being said yes please yes, introduce, please. I introduce like the video <laughs> premiering to the world <laughs> premiering uh, my first single off of my upcoming EP this is Monochrome Colors
2: Time To tell me the truth Did you not care for me The way I cared for you Time Spits in my face It doesn't care what we had It was all just a big mistake Like burning confetti in the air, I watch as our colors disappear. Oh dear, Monday Cron- driver's seat Isn't it weird to think this is the youngest we'll ever be Will all repeat again.
0: And we are back. Yes.
1: <laughs> Monochrome colors, mm-hmm. darling. That Thank video you.
0: is so amazing. Like, I can't. Yeah. Kudos to you and your team. Ish. The 5, 6, 7, eight hundred That's eight. what I was going to say. The, the 5, little, the, the, 6, the, the, the 7, yes. Moment, like, six,
1: okay. Uh, it uh, was, yeah.
3: That was, yeah, it was a lot of work. That was a lot of work. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yes, <laughs> but you guys nailed it. It okay. was insane. It uh-huh. was every yes. It
3: was um, yeah. yeah, Ola Olabi actually uh, shot that, directed that, and uh, also her and I both sat down and edited it. Uh, mm. Check out her stuff. She is obviously very talented. <laughs> yeah. What's and what's the artist name again? Ola Olabi.
0: Ola Olabi.
2: Yeah,
3: Ola. I met what? her. Uh At my old job, actually. Nice. And she's shot every single one of my music videos. Like, with Deetra, my old band, she shot three music videos with them. Nice. And this is, like, the first of Leone that she's shot. Yeah. Wow. Yes. It was. Yeah. It was. She knows what she's doing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, the sound of your album, or EP, is really big. It's very stadium-like. And I'm really interested in how the songs evolved from the acoustic, you know, vibe to the studio big, yeah. you know, sound. Yeah.
3: Um. So you have to remember, like when I wrote the songs, I wrote them by myself on my like living room floor, and I got the Voice Live Three Extreme, which helped me create harmonies around it, and uh. I kind of created this, uh, not necessarily expecting to have like a band, mm-hmm. but I also like didn't want the live sound to be the same as the produced sound, mm-hmm. and so going into the studio with Peter, I was like, I want this to be different from the live. Mm-hmm. Like I I hear certain things and intensities and. I really wanted a lot of like ins and outs. I really wanted it to be really big at one point, and then completely strip it out and like keep it naked. And when Pete and I have worked on with my old with our old band uh, Dietra in the past, um, it was a lot more collaborative in a sense of um, we'd be in a studio and I would be in charge of like melody and lyrics. And he would be more in charge of like the music that's like underneath it. I wouldn't necessarily step in so much. I let him handle the music, like the the instruments and what he kind of heard. And I'd be, of course, I'd be like, "Oh my god, that's hot!" Like, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> but I wouldn't articulate. And so when I sat down with him to do Leone, it was the first time that our conversation kind of changed. And he looked at me, and he'd be like what do you hear? And it was my first time having to be like, I hear, oh my God, what do I hear? And it like forced me to kind of like almost step into like being a producer Mm -hmm. for the first time. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: And so like this body of work is like genuinely like, i don't play all of those instruments pete played a lot of them on the thing i played the the guitar and did the vocals but like in regards to like orchestrating i feel like i was a lot more like yes no can you do this here i'm hearing i'm hearing this here and then we'd have something and i'd be like actually strip out everything and just keep the piano for monochrome colors where like goes out and it's just the piano at the end Mm -hmm. i was like strip everything out i just want the piano for that part and that part ends up being really actually pulls at the heartstrings more because you just i just like really wanted yeah i wanted it to be big dynamic yeah i wanted it to be like like talk to me Mm -hmm. like when that like when the build up the bridge kind of comes in like I wanted it to almost be like a completely different song I'm like I I literally like want people to think they're listening to a different song with this like I wanted to be fucking angry and then at the end I like want it all stripped out so it has this like this roller coaster ride because the songs were a roller coaster ride to write like I wanted it to kind of stay true to like that feeling you know but now I have a drummer actually that I play with, which you oh, haven't cool. seen yet. No. Uh, Brian. Uh, he's one of my good friends. And we've been playing our last few shows actually with uh, him behind me and me on the guitar. And I've had a couple of musicians come up and say that they want to play bass in the project. So, like, the thing that's interesting <sighs> is, like, I wanted to be able to do this solo. Mm-hmm. But I also trusted the universe to kind of pull in the right people for me. So I'm just letting it happen naturally. Like I'm still not even a year old. Like isn't that so crazy? I'm like, how the fuck is this happening? But um, and and I also like Brian as well. It's like think about it in a sense. Like I wanted I wanted people to approach me the way that Brian did because ultimately I want someone to love it I don't want to have to ask an artist Mm. or a musician to play with me and then it become this like paid thing or something Mm. where I wanted like anyone that's involved with this project to literally feel connected to it right connect to the stories and understand them and Brian's also Italian, which is hilarious. I'm like, <laughs> we probably look like fucking schmucks up there, We're like Leo <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's
0: so funny. There is nothing like an organic like foundation. There is nothing like It's yeah. such a different thing when you connect with people and things evolve organically and everybody's invested as opposed to like you say, like having to you know build like a own better face. Yeah. Go on Craigslist. Yeah. yeah. Like, you it's know what I'm saying? so like, different. It's so different. No. Congratulations. Thank you.
3: I'm so happy. It's still growing, yeah. but I hear I hear eventually the live performance being kind of like the <clears throat> produced sound. Mm. I'm just trusting the process and letting it kind of Uh, Develop naturally. Yeah, yeah,
1: Mm -hmm. yeah. So that was this is actually another good segue into my next question because you know, getting out there and performing in front of people and um, putting together a band and just navigating the music industry, so to speak. um, How has it been so far navigating the industry as a whole, being unapologetically queer? Yeah. Um,
3: it's a lot of work. I do everything myself. I am my booker. I am my manager. I am my PR person. I am the fucking uh, director for the music videos. I am the creative direction. I'm. I do all of it. But I'm at this point, luckily, thank God, that I have enough people that are like, Resonating with me and also respect me as an artist by this point because they've seen me do Deetra and they've kind of followed me on this journey so now I have a team that does my makeup and Creative direction friends that help me with that. I have Ola who Directs my music videos. I have I'm gonna be having conversations with a potential management company in a couple weeks Mm -hmm. like I'm the universe is starting to bring these things to me. It's the first time in my life that it's really feels like I'm creating a a team that is on the same same wavelength. Because the first, the most important thing for me is that I work with good people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes,
3: bitch. <Okay>. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm not trying to have any sort of negative energy around me especially like hearing because obviously like I've never really experienced what it's like to be like I don't know Choice uh, Troye Sivan or Sam Smith like being a gay like artist that's like actually like successful on the label and stuff I haven't experienced that yet mm-hmm. but like it, I think to myself like do they have good people that work for them What is it like as you climb a ladder? Because think about it for a second. Like, as you climb, shit becomes more corrupt. Money comes Mm -hmm. in. And I think that's my biggest fear is just, like, I just want to, I don't want to get fucked over. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And
1: then it feels like, it seems like a lot of times a lot more control comes into play, because then there's a great money, you know, amount of money that's invested into artists and things like that, and then yeah. thus, a lot of times, sometimes creativity, we were talking about that on one of the breaks yes. with another artist, yeah. how, like, creativity then gets, or Strip. becomes stripped or mm-hmm. from yeah. the artist, yeah,
0: mm-hmm. you know, it's something that i you know, I study artists like all the time. I'm always reading somebody's biography, reading interviews the whole nine, because I'm just that's just the kind of person I am. I'm always fascinated fascinated by other people's lives, and one thing I noticed about a lot of artists who seem to somehow keep their artistry intact and their integrity intact, and and. Not lose it is their grounding. Mm-hmm. If you look at their foundation, their foundation is so solid, and they know who they yes. are in such a way that no one can take them take that from them yeah. and they they have their sound, they know what it is, and you can only get it from them. you know and even even you know, even from from that and even if even look at some bigger artists who've been able to maintain a sense of like, truth if, if you will or at least not lose it for example you know even beyonce right yeah. beyonce is like arguably the biggest you know star that we have at this yeah. point and beyonce's grounding though know, is so solid yeah you know beyonce could have easily lost it just like some of our other big celebrities and mm-hmm. have a lot of these issues but her the grounding in her life her family there like knowing that you know we don't know very much about her life unless she allows it to mm-hmm. be known yeah and you can tell that her foundation is so like everybody Super around solid. her yeah Super yeah everybody around her she can trust and she knows that yeah. and you can tell which is what's kept her because i'm sure like you say like as the money comes in more voices come in more opinions come in yeah and, more things you gotta keep up with and all yeah. the other kind of stuff, but when you have the people around you who know when to tell you no, who know when to say yes, who know how to keep you doing what you need to do yeah. and keep you like locked yeah. in into being the, the vessel that you need to be, that's what keeps people together. Yeah, so I think it, it's, it's cool. yeah. And just it's, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. yeah, exactly. I was, I was, oh my God, you took the Get words riding. right out of my mouth. I was gonna say, what's, what's beautiful about your experience right now is that You are organically building the people around you to create that grounding, because it sounds like the people that are with you right now in this moment are with you for what you really want to bring to the table. They're not coming there for the money. They're not trying. They're about it because they love you. They love what you do, and they believe in it. And so, therefore, as those things continue to rise, you're gonna have that grounding, and you're setting that up now where you can look at these people and be like, "You've been with me since the beginning. Can I trust you? Absolutely, because you're not here. Yeah, and I really do want
3: to bring up the. People that have been in this fight with me—it's like the only Mm -hmm. way that we all rise up is by like helping one another. That's Mm -hmm. the truth of the matter. It's like I will always like try to—I do that. That's what I wanted to do with Legion. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to build up everyone. I'm not—I'm not. I really don't believe that you can really be successful if you're just in it for like yourself. You need to—you need to be able to you need to want to see other people rise too and not have this jealousy or fucking um, shit that just makes, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's all love, bitch. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, and also I feel like that's come with age. Like I'm 32 Mm. now. Yeah.
0: (laughs) 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 Yeah. Look at 26. She's putting creams on. <laughs> but she's she's taking care on, of herself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: and like, yes, I, I told you, I've been manifesting this since I was like 14. I was ready to be a star the next day, you know? And it's like, if I would have been picked up by anything at that age, I would have been s- chewed, swallowed, mm. fucking spit out. Mm. And like, now, I feel like it's like, again, like, my guides are like this is your time Mm -hmm. because you're Mm -hmm. ready actually for this now
1: and i didn't understand that in the past you know now i do Mm -hmm. right it's like now you know you know who you are you're grounded in your identity it's undeniable it's unshakable and so i think like Deshaun was (laughs) saying when you have those people in your life not only in your life but then in your career that support All and everything of who you are, it just only lifts you even higher. Yeah. So, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Congratulations and thank you for coming and blessing our stage and the Oracle Shop. Yeah. Thank you. The world with your art and your vulnerability is truly inspirational. Mm -hmm. Mm Honestly, even for me. So well, y'all yeah. are well, fucking yeah. right there
3: with it, okay? We are all reflections of one another, and that's the reason why we're literally having this conversation. Yeah, this is true. Because that would not, we wouldn't be here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, y'all are special as shit. <laughs> <laughs> so let's fucking hang, man. <laughs> <laughs> <Right? laughs>
0: well, um... I actually like, I, mean, we, I feel like we could just keep talking for like a whole other like two hours <laughs> about, it. there's so much to tap into. Yeah. Um, but one question we do like to ask like all of our, our guests um, is in what ways do you feel that you've been able to unbind the binary in your own personal journey? And what has that been like?
3: Um, I feel like my whole life I've been unbinding the binary because I am everything mm. Mm. We are all everything It's just a matter of like Calling it out or not mm. You're everything, you're everything You're everything, you're everything <laughs> Fucking Joe Schmel In the <laughs> corner is everything. Maybe Joe Schmel hasn't acknowledged <laughs> That, but we mm-hmm. are I am masculine, I am feminine I am We are all a spectrum of Everything. It's just a matter of acknowledging it and not letting this kind of tell us who we are.
1: Mm. Mm. You know, when I say
3: that, I'm not speaking about the universe or our guides. I'm speaking about politics. I'm speaking about government. I'm speaking about people that are trying to train us to be this 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 mm-hmm. or this or this why can't i why can't i be everything mm-hmm. fuck you mm-hmm.
2: fuck you, mm-hmm. fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah you know mic drop yes. <laughs> um, yeah that's seriously yeah it what is what it is
0: yeah that's yeah I don't even know what else to say to that. Yeah, so, beautifully, <laughs> yeah. so beautifully said, yeah, mm-hmm. it's that
1: oneness, right? That interconnectedness that we all share and like you said, you know, whether you tap into it or not, it's, it's up to you. Yeah.
3: You know? Yeah, and one day I may feel like once, I, I'm like broski some days <laughs> and like other days I'm like in stilettos and I'm like,
2: yeah <laughs> then, like, you know what I'm saying like, yeah.
3: and I allow myself to kind of like uh, I allow myself to live my truth for each day and it's never the same every day so I love
2: y'all
1: we love you too, love you too. and thank you so much for coming yes. Yes. Yeah, thank, thank you, you for it. having me
0: we are going to take a break, and when we come back, Leonie is going to bless us with another song. <laughs> <I> can't wait! <laughs> so we'll be right back. The Oracle Shop is the metaphysical boutique located in the heart of Bushwick, Brooklyn, 164 Wilson, Brooklyn, New York, 11237, The Oracle Shop. Performing the title track off his new EP, You Should Know, Folks, the one and only, Leonie.
2: I try to block it out, I, I try to push it down. I will get better in time. I won't say I'm not alright. I never walk away. He needs me, I have to stay. I try to give it all, I try. But I should go.
0: Monochrome Colors, the new single from Leone, available now everywhere music is streamed. Thank you so much for being our first musical performance. Thank that was you, amazing, God. baby. Thank you, babe. Yes. Thank you.
1: For so much for this blessing this whole entire space in the oracle well, shop thank you guys for also letting me be part of this honestly it means a lot i'm
3: happy to be your
0: first performer yes we having a giveaway yeah this <laughs> too um, well tell
3: people where they can find you uh you can find me you can pro- follow me on uh, project leone on instagram um, you can also, I have a TikTok now because I'm a cool kid. Oh you <laughs> a cool kid. Try to a cool kid. Project.Leoni, yes, fair <laughs> Um and then you can also uh, listen to Monochrome Colors mm-hmm. on all streaming platforms
0: at this point. And uh, yeah, the music video is also online as well, so thank you. Awesome, yeah. Man. So- once again, thank you for coming by and blessing us. Like, I'm so excited for your album. I love it. I can't wait for everybody to hear it. I can't wait for everybody Congratulations. Numbers, on numbers, On numbers. Hopefully. You will oh, you will. Yeah. We, we, we like to speak these things as if they are. Yeah. Right? Yes. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So thank you again so much. Like, I really know to people on I'm so grateful, like, <laughs> so grateful for <laughs> the moment I met you. It's been nothing but an amazing yes. experience. So yeah. thank you for blessing us. And thank you. Make for sure you be here.
1: you <laughs> Oh, yes. You
0: can get that back At some point. That's yes, yeah, I would love to. For a little chat. Yes. yes. I'm here for it. A little panel
1: situation.
0: Uh-huh. I would love a panel moment. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. <laughs> yes. So make sure you all check out Leonie's album. You should know when it comes out. But for now, you can catch Monochrome Colors, the single, on Spotify and everywhere else the music is streamed. Is that right? Yeah. That's right. All right. That's right. Well, thank you once again. Thank you. And uh, we will see y'all next time. Bye. Bye. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at unbinding.the.binary. Email us. At unbinding the at gmail.com.